0: Hey there, History fans, Melissa here. I just want to let you know that the episode you're about to listen to is one of our older episodes, so the way that we sound here is a bit different from what we sound like today. Over time, we've been able to change our format a bit, we've acquired new editing software, as well as new mics. So if the sound quality here isn't to your liking, please feel free to check out any of our newer episodes from Elmer McCurdy or anything from about March 18th up to today. I promise they sound a lot better. Otherwise, please enjoy the episode. We hope you learned something new, and we hope to have you back for more episodes as we continue to trek through history to explain it all. Hey there, history, history fans. fans! And welcome to another episode of The,
1: the History, history Explains, Explains It All podcast. podcast. Come with us as we delve into the historical topics, big and small, weird and obscure, earth shattering, and maybe a little spooky. With your hosts, Lauren. And Melissa. So we've already introduced ourselves in our first episode, the previous one, but. Welcome we, back. Welcome back. We are, I'm Lauren. We're <laughs> still history nerds and uh nothing's
0: changed (laughs) (laughs) pretty much still still going into ancient history and discovering all anything and all that we can find (laughs) because we never stop ceasing to learn what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) learning is Uh, important to everybody
1: uh just a disclaimer neither of us is a professional historian both of us have backgrounds in historical fields, but we do like and we do like to study history in our spare time. But we are not professionals. Yeah, no. this do. is just fun. This is just fun, and we hope you're having fun. We want you to have fun with us too. But um, also, we are a bi monthly podcast, so you will hear us every two weeks with a new episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today's episode, we are going to be covering Ramses the Third. And his murder.
0: Murder. Yes. Wow.
1: <laughs> was murdered. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, Ramses III was murdered. But
0: uh, before we get into our main topic, of the day, we have a little segment we like to call Weird History. So Lauren, I I know you're particularly interested in ancient Egypt. Talk to me. Talk (laughs) to (laughs) me. So this is a a, a little obscure, odd fact about a certain uh, pharaoh.
1: Which one? Akhenaten, Ramses the Great, uh, Tutankhamen. Happy the Second. Uh, Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) About what? Happy
0: the Second and his special slaves. So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Pepe II is known to be the longest reigning ruler of ancient Egypt. As far Uh, as I know. I believe he took the throne at age six and died somewhere in around his late 90s. Some say even 100. Something like that. Which is an incredibly long time, given that most people, even up to 200 years ago even, uh, didn't live past about 40 you know, yeah, Forty was the average age in e- Egypt, and he lived until his 90s. Very strange and peculiar, mm-hmm. but the exception to every rule? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you are a pharaoh, you get all the good stuff, right? <laughs> I, can, I can keep going with that. <laughs> Anywho, so, uh, so Pepe II was the sixth pharaoh of the Old Kingdom. Would you like to so, elaborate on that
1: a little bit? So Old Kingdom is basically not that far into pharaonic rule in ancient egypt so it's around 2686 bce to 2181 bce there there's a lot of periods but it's like the third period that i know of timeline wise which by the way we'll have a link to a timeline uh for you guys but um as far as i know it's like you you get dynasty three four five and six in this yeah. old
0: kingdom period. And Pepe II was with the last pharaoh of the sixth dynasty. He died in around 2129. Um, but he reigned for 65 years, which is quite a long time, especially back then. 65 years when you died in your 90s? No, he reigned for 60. He, was, he, he took the
1: throne at six. If you take the throne at six, but you reigned until your death. Sounds like ninety years. Sixty-six years was Ramses the Great.
0: I'm sorry, I totally added backwards. But yeah, no, (laughs) you've (laughs) been for around ninety years. Uh, I'm. I'm,
1: She 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 just mixed up the longest ruling pharaoh with the the second second longest ruling pharaoh with how long they ruled. Sorry, guys. Because Pepe ruled for almost 90, ninety years, ninety some odd years, and then Ramses the Second, or AKA Ramses the Great, as you will know him, ruled for sixty-six years, yeah. and he's the second longest, longing second longest ruling pharaoh. If I can get it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Pe- uh, Pepe the Second actually was not first in line. He succeeded his brother to the throne. Uh, his brother only ruled for about three years before Pepe took over. Hmm. But a bit of a known fact about Pappy is I mean, it's hot, it's muggy, it's, it's Egypt on the Nile. It's Egypt on the Nile. It's incredibly humid. It's gross, guys. It's just it's, gross. It's, in the, if you ever lived on the East Coast or down the south in America here, you know what it is possibly like. Me. It's hot and humid. So and, and what do you normally get in hot humidity? As to eat little bugs
1: and flies and mosquitoes and, and... Absolutely. All the other creatures that are gross and insectual
0: and insects. Yes. So, uh Peppy yeah. hated flies. Like a lot of people do. But uh, apparently it yeah. was such a problem that he had special slaves. And by slaves, I don't mean servants. Slaves and servants are different in ancient Egypt. Servants were regarded and slaves were not. But Pe- he had slaves he would smother with honey So the flies would buzz around honey, and he'd keep them around him so the flies would go away, stay off of it.
1: So in other words, the slaves, covered in honey, had to deal with the flies. Pretty much. So that
0: they would just be attracted to that slave rather than Peppy the second. Pretty much. If you you know of horrible histories, and we are massive, massive fans of horrible histories. uh, It's a great show. You can find it on Amazon Prime. Not sponsored by them. But amazing show, go technically check it out. And there's it's also a there's plenty of videos on YouTube too. But there is one about King Pepe's super sticky anti-fly honey slaves.
1: <laughs> she literally took that from the show. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's super. It's it's very fascinating. I mean, honey was a big commodity back then. There was a lot of beekeeping. But yeah, if you think about it, I mean, nowadays we try to use vinegar. But maybe we should be using honey again. On what? Fly paper? (laughs) Okay. I guess they were the human version of fly paper. I mean, just think about that is a dirty job. Not only is it dirty, it's just cruel. It is quite cruel. It sounds so cruel.
1: Ew. Mean. I don't like him already. Trying to bathe all that stuff off, all the the flies. If you got to bathe, (laughs) that is true. Bathing was
0: a commodity. If you're talking about it, exactly. (laughs) But um, well, I hope you enjoyed that. Disgusting yet fun.
1: Just a little bit. <laughs> I particularly enjoyed you getting Ramses the Great and Peppy the Second's reigns mixed. <laughs> oh no, safe slaves
0: covered in honey doesn't make you laugh, but my mistake does. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, so very much. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just staring at you like, what's going on? But, uh, well, instead of me making mistakes, how about you tell us about Ramses the Third?
1: You know, he came after Ramses II. Second. <laughs> but back to the main topic.
0: I don't know that he was directly related. How do we talk about that? Well, let's just
1: let's just get into it. Guys. <laughs> so, uh, Ramses the Third was a pharaoh of Egypt during the. <laughs> <laughs> you know say. During the New Kingdom, he was one of the uh, earlier pharaohs of the 20th dynasty, so somewhere around 1550 to 1069 BCE. So uh, just to give you an idea with the New Kingdom timeline, this is the time that like some of the most famous pharaohs lived. Akhenaten, Tut, Hatshepsut, Nefertiti. This is the... Old uh, New Kingdom, not Old Kingdom. I'm going way far back. This is the New Kingdom. This is that 1050, 1550 to 1069 BCE period. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about 20th Dynasty. Just to give you a clue of, like, who lived between this time period of the New Kingdom. Uh, yeah, no one really knows how he became pharaoh, or if he's actually directly descended from Ramses the Great, who was the a king, a pharaoh to previous him because his father was pharaoh and pre-his father was Ramses the Great. So uh, his father was a man named Setnacht. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, And he was actually the first ruler of the 20th dynasty and he actually only ruled for three years. Very short reign. Um, But we actually don't know if Setnacht was... uh, directly related to Ramses the Great or Ramses the uh, Second, it's suggested or believed that he was the grandson of Ramses the Second because Ramses did outlive all his children.
0: Yes, yeah, so he had twelve, I don't know if he had twelve sons or twelve children in total. Probably just twelve sons. Yeah, but just, he outlived all of his Harem. Sons. Yeah. Pharaohs had harems. Uh, I do believe that there's a, a theory going around that with Ramses having outlived all of his children, he had no apparent heir, and named Sekhnot, um as heir apparent in yeah. terms. So I think it could have been something similar to uh, the generals under Alexander when Alexander died and had to split up his empire and gave it to prominent people that he trusted because yeah, he didn't have no, room. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but. Some say it's also
1: one of his that Setnach was one of his kids' kids, that he was his grandson, but we don't actually know. So there's there's a possibility that Ramses III was the great-grandson of Ramses II, but not proven. But when Ramses III became Pharaoh, Egypt kind of had a little bit of a chaotic uh time period at this time. He ended up having to battle the Libyans and the Sea Peoples at different times. Sea Peoples are supposedly, I think, the Philistines? Mm. It's an odd name to call somebody. Yeah. Sea People, unless they're mermaids. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know details behind that, so you'd have to find it, I think. But um, at different times, he, he fought the Libyans at one point. He fought the Sea Peoples at another point, and then he fought the Libyans again. So, he was trying to keep the invaders out of Egypt, uh, trying to keep it out of their hands, keep his throne. Well, he was successful, but at a cost. A very high cost.
0: When you have to deal with a lot of there's usually a high cost Yeah, uh
1: Yeah, treasury basically emptied, almost. And uh, he had a couple of problems, I mean... mean, And corruption was rampant. There was corruption, like, uh, they couldn't grow wheat
0: or something? So, yeah, there was, um, long into his reign, around the 29th year of his reign, it's recorded, there was the first, well, at least the first recorded labor strike um, Mm -hmm. occurred in ancient Egypt over food rations. These were tomb builders. And they were, I believe, working on his funerary temple or his funerary tomb at um, the time. They were working on someone's tomb.
1: It was probably his tomb in the Valley of the Kings. I'm not sure if it was his. If it was particularly Medinat-Habu. Uh, Medinat-Habu is his temple palace in town um, that he had built. It's in today's Luxor, and it's not far from the Valley of the Kings. But I'm not 100% sure if they were working on his tomb within the Valley of the Kings. Or if uh, they were working on the temple mm. of
0: Medina-Habu. I'm not sure. Well, the labor strike occurred, as I said, because of food rations. So, it's thought that there was a volcanic eruption. Now, this volcanic eruption is in Iceland named Hecla Three, But Iceland's quite a long way from Egypt, guys. <laughs> um, but it's either, it was a major Occurrence, um, or contributing factor, or it was just a general contributing factor, but there was enough debris from some kind of disruption in the air that blocked sunlight from traveling down, um, which caused a lot of tree growth and a lot of crop uh, crops to stun. Tree- and the trees were stunted, the crops were stunted, which made the price of grain rise, and grain was a major commodity in ancient Egypt. Was, so, this is how you made food. It's your food, it's your beer. Your drink, basically. Right? You gotta have your drink, and if it, you essentially pay people in food for the most part.
1: Yeah, I mean, food, food was the currency, basically. Yeah,
0: and if you can't pay food, you're not gonna have workers, yeah. and at this point food grain was so expensive that the treasury couldn't afford the tomb workers monthly rations so they were they struck and they decided to
1: go on strike yeah yeah. they
0: went on strike and then it's known that there were two different two viziers one to oversee upper egypt and one to see over uh, lower egypt
1: so just to let you know uh Upper Egypt is actually in the south of Egypt, and Lower Egypt is in the north, because the Nile River runs south to north, up towards the delta and the Mediterranean. So they followed it according to uh, the Nile River, rather than what we know as a compass today. So, just just flip it in your heads.
0: <laughs> but apparently the vizier of Lower Egypt was so corrupt that he was ousted from his position just prior to the strike. And... Nice job. Yeah. So now you're just left with the vizier of Upper Egypt, who now became more or less the vizier, the overseer. Over all of Egypt. The overseer of all of Egypt that would report to the pharaoh. And he was the only one who was able to end up quelling this strike.
1: Oh. Well, sounds like a great job. Great job. Great (sighs) things going on. Stress. (laughs) But, I mean, all of this culminated in actually a uh, plot.
0: A murder plot. Yeah.
1: Um Ramses the third had his great wife, like every other pharaoh, and then he had his secondary wives, which were in the harem, and one of his secondary wives, named T or T Tia, T, T Tia maybe? T I I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but um she and her son, uh Pentor, along with several other people in the harem, uh, plotted to kill Ramses III, kill his chosen heir, who would later be known as Ramses IV, and put Pentawar on the throne of Egypt. And, well, it was partially successful. Around 1155-1156 BCE, Ramses III was murdered. He was killed. Mm-hmm. And um, it did not succeed in killing Ramses IV, Because he ended up taking the throne of Egypt, but uh,
0: it it did get Ramses the Third. Yeah, no, it it was for a very long time thought that Ramses the Third just died of natural causes because it wasn't known that he was murdered, and we'll get into uh, the composition of his body later. But also Ramses the Fourth was actually presiding over the
1: trials. Yeah. Ramses IV ended up pre- uh, presiding over trials against those that were caught in this plot, including T. and in mm-hmm. And we know of this through um, the Judicial Papyrus of Turin. This one's interesting because we're not exactly sure about the discovery of the Judicial Papyrus of Turin. I couldn't find much. I couldn't find anything really, other than it was probably discovered in a large grouping of documents from the 20th dynasty yeah,
0: that's all i found couldn't we couldn't find who where or when mm-hmm. it's just this thing magically appeared. if you guys know let us know yeah. i'm
1: curious if you guys know
0: send us an email
1: um leave us a comment any about <laughs> but
0: it's interesting so there were actually overall by the end of all the trials there were three trials and 38 people sentenced now the sentences could range from either being sentenced to death, as majority of the people involved were, or just punishment, as a handful of some of them were. But the cues ranged from Tia and her son Pentaware. There were chief of the chambers. There were several royal butlers, treasury yeah. overseers, military captain, military captains, royal scribes, and um, just a ton of people. A ton. And thirty-eight is a lot of people. Like to really
1: piss off that many people yeah it's just i don't know if he just pissed him off or they just got tired of him i'm well and, and he just the latter half of his reign was just full of so much chaos yeah and it's not directly his fault either
0: not not completely his fault there's i mean there's only so much you can control in your own self well, but in being nature. but being the pharaoh you know he couldn't he knows he can't control it but people believed he thought he could be well, he funny. even believed it. He Probably. They they believed that they were god kings. Right, but you can't always control nature. Mm, that's normally left to the gods, as far as I know. Right. But there was also a plot with some of the women who had already been accused. They tried to, to seduce some of the judges uh, proceeding over the trials, and even some of the police. That, or police. Quote, quote, unquote, police. Um, and the women were actually caught, and those were part of the people that were sentenced to death. The judges and the, uh, the uh, chief of police, I think it was, and a couple of this secondary policemen, their punishment was to have both of their ears and their nose cut off. I don't know Ouch. if I would say that's a better punishment, but at least well, you got to
1: live. Well, the huge thing is a, a huge factor in ancient Egyptian life is the afterlife. So I don't know. They probably saw it as a lighter sentence because then at least they could redeem themselves for the afterlife, possibly, I think. But we'll get into the afterlife a little bit later.
0: Mm-hmm. But, you know, this, this judicial powers of Turing just documents everything. It's also the only known reference that we have of this uh, uh, plot, really. It's the only references known of Tia... And Pentawari. Mm -hmm. I don't know that they would necessarily have been mentioned otherwise as well, but even in official records, this isn't something listed. Yeah, I don't... I mean, it's secondary wives and secondary sons, but they are... The son, at least, is royal. He's royal, but if
1: he's not... I wouldn't think he wouldn't be in too much unless he either is going to become pharaoh... Like he becomes the chosen heir, like Ramses the well, fourth he was. was second in line was he second in
0: line? I thought he was second he may have not have been, but I thought he was if I never bit...
1: found anything saying he was in line for the throne, like where his location was in that line well,
0: the, one, the one. i mean i i that's where it was in my head because if they're only gonna take out Ramses the third and Ramses the fourth, it seems like he may have been second in line. They may no- have been, I'm not sure they ever declared a second in line. Uh, that's true. I mean well, well Ramesses IV was still alive, or the, the person to become Ramses the fourth was still alive. So yeah. there was no one to declare.
1: Well, I don't know if they ever declared beyond the possible heir. I don't think that happened until later, like like Henry VIII was declared oh. the second in line for the throne. Uh, while Henry after his brother Arthur, Arthur Well, Henry the Seventh made it clear. If Arthur dies, the throne goes to Henry VIII. But I'm not sure they did that in ancient times. Mm. I don't know that they did. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if they declared beyond anything because of such a short lifespan. Because 40 years was the normal lifespan. And 14, you were an adult. I'm not sure that they did in trusting that the person would live. I don't think they really declared Second World I'm just curious. You know I why. don't. I. I wouldn't believe they would, but I could be wrong. I could be very, very wrong. But either way, the plot did not succeed.
0: Uh,
1: as we know, Pentower is Pentaware, I think commits su- chose to
0: commit suicide. I believe both in him. Well, we don't know. I don't know if the the papyrus specifically states, but I would. I think that back then, especially if you're royal, it's more. Noble to commit suicide than to be, killed. Then to be killed, yeah. But to the archaeological
1: evidence, so, um, Ramses the third's tomb is KV 11 in the Valley of the Kings. And um, in 1768, James Bruce was the one that began to explore the tomb, but I don't think it, it Ramses the third's body was left the tomb until the 1800s.
0: I I I was I have referenced that he was officially discovered in around 1886.
1: So that's probably like an official discovery, and what I have from 1768 is probably just like poking around in the tomb,
0: which a lot of people were doing.
1: <laughs> hey, but um, later on, a CT scan was performed in the 2000s. 2010.
0: Right?
1: Yeah, CT <laughs> scan was performed of his body of Ramses III's mummy and it actually ended up showing um stab or cut wounds in his esophagus and trachea and that's what ended up killing him um, a stab wound so deep it
0: almost reached the vertebrae um and in fact when they found the body that there was ex- such extensive bandages around the neck as well as the feet that they couldn't get through yeah that they they had
1: no idea but that we didn't find out until CT scans were available to perform mm-hmm. so uh it's suspected that uh, he was actually ki- killed by more than one assailant, given the toe. Given the fact that he also had a toe cut off, which is our two two very different ends of the yeah. body—the neck and the feet. Yeah, and and but it was
0: it was cut off just shortly before his death.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, it it's it's an interesting idea. So I mean, he he was murdered. I mean, dang. Yeah. He's. He was gone. A very quick bleed out if you were cutting the esophagus and trachea.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's essentially a...
1: It's, it's a death blow. Yeah. That's a death blow no matter what.
0: Interesting thing about the uh, mummification process is it was found during the, the scans that a prosthetic toe made of resin was crafted. Uh, for his body and then wrapped with the bandages, which is probably why the bandages were quite so thick. Yeah. And stuck to the body. Right. And then in addition to that, because of the toe amputation, it, they also found, I think six amulets were found on both the feet and the ankles to help with magical healing for the afterlife. Mm -hmm. I mean, the afterlife was such
1: a huge factor um, just to give you an idea about the afterlife and and what it meant in ancient Egyptian culture, uh, is uh, so if someone died, your next step was to make it to the underworld, which you would be led by Anubis, the god Anubis, uh, and uh, you would reach the gates and Osiris is really the god that would preside over the next step, which would be for one's heart to be weighed in the scales uh, against the feather of Ma'at. Now, Ma'at was the goddess of truth and justice, I think, and balance and more. And if your heart was lighter than the feather, you passed judgment in step one. (laughs) There's more than one step. Uh, But if your heart was heavier, then you didn't even pass that step one, and... You would not be able to pass into the next life or the field of reeds. Um, you're actually you would be eaten by Amit. like a Is that hippo
0: a crocodile thingy.
1: Hippo crocodile lion mix. I think she had like the head of a croc, the bottom of a lion, and the middle section of a hippo. I think yeah. you can find you can find many references it's to her by just Google it.
0: Creature, very yeah. it's not. I don't know if Chimera even covers it. I think she was called a demon, I think. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she
1: the eater of people? She ate she ate them if you didn't mm-hmm. pass the test. <laughs> so there was no Hades or hell or anything like that in ancient Egyptian mythology. If you didn't pass the the weighing of your heart against the feather of Maat, you would just be devoured by Ammit. You would just cease to exist. You would be obliterated, you'd be gone. There there is nothing else. But um, if you did pass and you got on to step two, you would be going to uh, be judged by 42 gods. That
0: is a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a small amount of the amount of gods they had. That and, is true, too. Um, but you had, they would test you on specific sins and you had to convince them that you had never performed said sin in your life. And if you passed that and you passed their judgment, then you could enter the field of reeds. Then you could enter the field of reeds and you'd be okay. And, and the idea was that the afterlife was the same thing as your regular life. Like it just replicated itself in, in the field of reeds. And you just never died. You just lived forever. But it's such an important thing that your body has to be whole so you can make it across. Mm-hmm. And down to the world of underworld of judgment where you would be judged.
0: Well, that also goes in with having your name inscripted on your coffin, too. Yeah. And your heart left in your body. Yeah, you have to have the heart left in and your name. If your name wasn't inscripted, you weren't going anywhere. Yeah. Similar to the mystery body that was found in his tomb. Correct. So, actually, in in Ramses
1: III's tomb, there was another sarcophagus discovered, and it was very, it was plain. The body inside was wrapped in a goat skin, which is supposedly impure. Mm-hmm. I didn't find any references to it being impure other than being told it's impure. But um, beyond that, it,
0: it and it also wasn't mummified. Yeah, properly. it wasn't ritualistically mummified. It's in a plain coffin, no inscriptions. It's not mummified. No, it's not normal, especially it's in a royal tomb. Even well, even even if it were a servant, it would still be better prepared for its afterlife to assist the pharaoh.
1: Yeah, it, but it's speculated that because it's wrapped in an impure goatskin, it isn't mummified, and its it organs had, are
0: all still intact.
1: Its organs are were, were never taken out or removed and put in canopic jars. It it's speculated and it also shared DNA, right? It has
0: yeah, there was a test on that body and it, it the test concludes it shares fifty percent DNA along with Ramses the third. So it's, it's, it is suspected it may be his son Pentaware.
1: Yeah, it's suspected that Pentor was placed in his same tomb, which to me is very odd. I would want peace in my afterlife, not my murderer lying next to me if I were to die and be mummified. I don't want him with me. No. <laughs> Why? But there's no actual proof that he was Pentor.
0: No, but it definitely a, a a a relation to, very possibly a son. Of Pentuer or or, oh, like, or of Ramses. Um, one thing yeah. we couldn't find was how old the body is, like we, the age of the person. Yeah, and like, we
1: have no records of how old Pentuer was at the time of his death.
0: Mm-mm. Not that I know of. Well, the only reference we have are the papyrus. Papyrus.
1: Because basically, when you murder a pharaoh, you get erased from history. Or you get arrested, sentenced, and killed. And your name's forgotten, basically. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, given that there's nothing on this coffin, it's very
1: probable. It seems to me like it would be... I just... For me, I'm cringing inside because I would not want to be next to my... Like, someone who plotted to murder me. Not only that, he's my son who plotted to murder me. And technically succeeded in murdering me. Like, why would I want that in my dang tomb? I just want peace, okay? (laughs) Peace in my afterlife. (laughs) That's what I would want. It's just it, it's a horrible idea that they were buried together to me. So I I, I don't know, but to me that's just weird, weird and odd and
0: peculiar. Well, odd and peculiar. Going off of that, did you know that the the mummy the mummy of of Ramses the is actually Believed to be the prototypical mummy that was used in a lot of old-time science films, and like Boris Karloff's The Mummy, and various yeah. movies from the early age of cinema. We'll have pictures to Ramses the Third, so that you get an idea of why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll see it, and you'll you'll understand if, especially if you're a Boris Karloff mummy fans for sure, as we are. <laughs> I'm doing a de- jig over here, but, <laughs> big big old-time movie fans. Yeah. But uh, that'll do it for this episode of History Explains It All. Uh, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google uh, Google Play. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, we'll have a link to our email. Which is historyexplainsall at gmail.com. We'll also have a link to our website below as well. And all of our sources will be in the show notes. All of our... Uh, and description. Show notes, description. Same thing. Yeah um we'll also have links to any of the pictures our maps and our timeline Timeline for the that uh, we mentioned in the in the podcast Mm -hmm. and we hope to see you in a couple weeks as we continue to trek through history to to explain explain it it all all. Bye. bye